2: Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your
3: least
1: favorite team and everybody in between.
2: And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network.
4: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
3: just go to
2: cars.com. It's magical. Hello, BSH radio and Flyperbole listeners. You have Steve Jaco and Craig Forsyth and Steph Driver and Kelly Hinkle and eventually Bill Matz here from the Flyers alumni game in association with Snyder Hockey. Very exciting night. Craig, how are you feeling about this tonight? I'm feeling
4: all right. I'm pretty excited to be in a uh, Nick Schultz. Ask him what's going on.
2: You're, you're excited to see some Nick Schultz? Yeah,
4: pretty much the only name on this list. I'm
2: excited to see some Andrew Ferris.
4: Andrew Ferris, former Flyer Ferriss, yeah. I, I'm all, Friend oh, of the show.
2: Very exciting.
4: In, oh, we got all, pucks in, on the ice.
2: In all seriousness, though, I mean, we've got Danny Breeze. We've got Scott Hartnell. We got Brian Propp. We got Kimo Timo. We got Boosh. We got the Watsons. We got Dave Brown, Riley Coyote, Todd Fedorik. The list goes on.
4: Do you say Wiley Coyote? Riley Coyote. Riley Coyote. Riley. Okay, gotcha. You know, Riley Cote. I parked behind Riley Cote, by the way. Yeah. Or you? I got the valet service behind. He got oh, out of okay. the car. I
5: was going to ask if he yeah. was. Yeah, no, I was in
4: my car and he got out. I was like, oh, shit, that's Riley Cote. And then,
2: that's a guy that will definitely kick your ass. Oh, out yeah. If you done his car. <laughs> like, yeah. you're dead. Your ass I'll is Make grass. sure my foot was on the brake. Yeah. You're not that big.
4: No, no, I'm not punching Riley so, Cote. So
2: uh, I'd like to announce right here and right now that Craig is going to fight Riley Cote after the game and lose horribly. Lose horribly. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember putting that down. I don't remember but, yeah. agreeing to that. You're going to fight Riley Cote and then Dave Schultz and then Dave Brown. And I'm sorry, you're dead. I
4: was going to say, I'm looking forward to, uh, I want to interview uh, Mitch Lamaru too. <laughs> Ask him what it's like to be here around other NHL players.
2: Yeah, is that right? Everybody's favorite, Mitch? Yeah. <laughs>
4: I don't want to say that too loud. He might be around us. I he legit be, do not I, know what he looks like. That's the
2: thing. We've already discussed inappropriate topics uh, <laughs> two feet away from Lauren Hart tonight, so I will not divulge what they were. I do not care to. And uh, you'll never hear. You'll never find out until you find me drunk in a bar <laughs> and Bourbon Steve reveals all the secrets of uh, bourbonosity.
4: It's quite the Olympic vent though. I'll say that. <laughs> the punchline of that joke.
2: So we've heard from myself and Craig Forsythe, but now who? let's hear from Steph Driver. I know, I don't know who Craig Forsythe is. Who? who? Hi, who? Steph. How are you feeling about this game tonight?
6: I'm excited. All of the all of the Snyder Youth Hockey people are already on the bench, and these slackers, these Flyers alumni, are
2: nowhere to be found. They're taking their
0: good sweet Dave time. i was a still insulted. in his
2: car when we got here. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> They're taking their good, sweet time. I think it's a, a stall tactic, a fear tactic. Yeah, it's gotta be. Let them get in their heads, huh? That's what they're doing. They're getting in their heads. It's clearly a tactic. It is, I, it's, it's dirty pool right here, and I'm not a fan.
6: Have you checked out that Wawa spread that they have?
2: I stuffed my face right in and made a complete fool out of myself. It, it was a terrible sight.
6: Perfect. <laughs> I'm gonna look it it's incredible. It's like everything from Wawa right there all of the hot items. Is well. there can I
2: get a Gobbler bowl right yeah. now? Yes. I can get a Gobbler bowl. All right. Yes. All right, <laughs> R I P D C you can. The way I'm totally Steph, yeah, to it. Steph may I ask, what uh what flyer alumni are you most excited to see tonight?
6: Um that would be Kimo Teimanin.
2: Kimo Timo, classic. A future future right head there.
6: coach Kimo Teimanin.
2: Oh, absolutely. Uh, um, Craig Forsyth, what Flyers alumni are you most excited? To see? I, I, I just said Mitch Lamoureux. So. So, are you're sticking by it?
4: Uh, Wait, who probably, did you no, say? Honestly, probably Scott Hartnell.
2: Scott I, Hartnell? Steve! Uh, and, well, and, and Scott Hartnell's the new kid on the block yeah. with the alumni He's too. He's the so. rookie. He's the rookie. I, feel like be a lot of I think they're going to have to haze him and I'm really hoping that Scott Hartnell throws a glove on the ice tonight.
6: <laughs> <laughs> he might. Yeah,
2: he probably will actually. No, I really hope he does. <laughs>
6: he, he might. Sorry.
2: Kelly Henkel. How are you today, Kelly? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Doing very well. Kelly, how are you feeling about this game we're about to witness?
3: I'm feeling pretty pumped because I have an idea that these kids over here that we're seeing on the bench right now are going to be super amped, and they might actually take it to these professional hockey players. You
2: think the Snyder hockey alum are going to take it to them tonight? I
3: think they have a fighting chance, and I'm here for it. They got some young legs down there. They sure do. They got a lot of passion. They got a lot of heart. They got a lot of grit. And here comes the come Flyers. The
2: Name that Watson. Name that, well, I, I don't know.
4: It just says Jay Watson. No. I, can't, I can't wait until Mick Schultz gets walked by a kid. Just gets absolutely burned to the outside by somebody. <laughs>
2: What a reception for the Flyers. There is Scott Hartnell, his curly, ridiculous hair out there on display. He might be wearing a Scott Hartnell wig, if we all remember that night. I'm not sure. But what a sight, Flyers alumni, Snyder Hockey alumni. We're all very excited to watch this game here. And uh, we got Bill Coleman walking by, the one and only. Very exciting. What, what, now, uh, Craig, can you tell the listeners what uh, Bill Clement muttered when he uh, walked away from us?
4: He, uh, he just muttered, we're escaping, and then he went down to the seats. He,
2: he saw the trap that was the flyperbole and, and said, I am getting away before this these two <laughs> psychos get to ask me one question about Guy Fieri or...
6: <laughs> Why are we always talking about Guy Fieri? I gotta know.
2: That's a new I, thing. I, I gotta know. Every week we're talking about Guy Fieri. This why? is a new thing. It is my fault. do yes. sauce. I don't know why. It's just he's a fascinating figure. Flavor Town. Flavor Town. Uh, the Flyers are going to take us to Flavortown tonight. How old is Jell Samuelson? Shell, wait, wait, wait. Please repeat your question. How old is Shell Samuelson? Shell Samuelson is approximately twenty-five years old. He actually was Craig, playing hockey when he was one. We are all
6: twenty-five.
2: <laughs> he was an active flyer when he was five years old. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't look a day over 30. I'll say that. And He's always had That's that. Reason why I'm and, and Shel Samuelson has always had that long reach, always and forever, his defining trademark. Always cool to see the alum get out there, just an awesome. We got we got
6: some flow on
2: chemo. I went the fridge. I went to the uh, the Penguins hey, alumni, still had that flow. the Flyers Penguins alumni game they did previously at the Wells Fargo Center. And the Fridge had some moves. I think he was playing with uh, with Danny Breeze and Simone Gagne in that game. Oh, Gagne.
6: I miss him. Why is he not uh, playing? I, I miss Gags.
2: He's been hanging out with Nick Schultz. Well, Nick Schultz is down there. Nick Schultz is down there. and uh, no, he's not out with Nick <laughs> You know? No, not tonight.
6: <laughs> Nick Schultz is playing tonight.
2: No, no, but Simone Gagne is not oh, hanging out. Oh, no, with no. Because we know they're best friends.
6: Are they best friends?
2: No, I'm making that up.
6: Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say we already have one pair of best friends, Kimo Tiemann and Scott Hartnell.
2: Dave Brown. I have a picture with Dave Brown previously from uh, Craig and I both. I oh, yeah. have a picture I with Dave, Dave Brown from the Flyers' faithful days.
4: I I got hammered and I told him he was the fucking man. And He just looked at me and said thanks. <laughs> that was my
2: interaction with Dave Brown. Craig, Craig for a sec. Better than my
6: interaction
2: with Ackerman. <laughs> I know, bro.
6: <laughs> Has anybody mentioned Boosh yet? I think Boosh is wearing his old helmet, too. Nobody heard
4: that. I think Boosh is wearing his old helmet. It looks like his old helmet. From,
2: like,
6: 2010-11. I don't know. Craig is making shit up.
2: Let's say 2000. <laughs> yeah, 2010 probably, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah, that was, the, that was the part of that carousel, the golden kind
6: of carousel. You can take the microphone back. And
2: back and no, I want you to, to keep, to keep you holding know. it. So that's how I'm if only I had four microphones, but that's asking a lot. It was hard enough to hook up to. So, so
6: former not flyer, Andrew Ferenc. Yeah, he's a good dude, though, right? Like I th- as far as I know, yeah. I remember liking his politics.
2: <laughs> it's all about those cherished memories, I feel- those Ferenc memories.
6: I feel like I remember <laughs> liking his politics. So,
2: good at hockey, though,
4: it was a problem.
6: But he's good at humanity, he's so. At person, yeah.
4: He's like us. He's one of us. Yeah. A little better at hockey, yeah.
2: Just a little. J- just a tad. <laughs> why is he here?
6: Yeah,
2: really. Does he live in
6: New Jersey? I don't know. I, don't know. I literally don't know. I assume anybody so who's ever been associated with the Philadelphia too.
2: Flyers lives in South Jersey. All
6: right, so which one of us is going to ask why he's here?
2: I triple dog dare Craig Forsythe <laughs> to ask. I, because
0: if, why he's here. Any other former flyer, like I wouldn't, I will make fun of
4: Mitch Lamaru behind his back, but I'm not going to ask him why he's here. Mm-hmm. Andrew Ferrans, I may never see again. <laughs> Odds are, like some of these other former flyers, might do other former flyers events later on. I'm going to bank on Andrew parents ever being the here.
6: What is your
0: connection to the I'm just going
4: to ask him why he's here. <laughs>
0: and then we lose
4: and then we lose the credentials yeah you know oh, no,
0: yeah. oh wait oh, no. Kelly yeah were, it was true with
2: the uh yeah. Yeah, yeah Kelly Kelly by the way Kelly's I never found right who you you were most excited to see play tonight everything we got to find out well
3: Kelly loves well, the please come say that
2: into the mic Kelly It's Kelly
3: <laughs> fam I'm more excited than anything no, to see you. Phantoms legend Todd Fedoric back in action on the ice. He was one of my favorite guys back when the Phantoms were playing in Philly. Got a lot of heart, got a lot of grit. Nice guy, tries hard, loved a game, and I'm excited to see him play. Steve, back to you.
2: <laughs> Scott Hartnell toying with Brian Boucher in warm-up shots. That's just cruel. Absolute cruelty from HeartSea already. Vicious young alumni. He's a rookie out here.
6: Who's the captain?
2: Um. Maybe they don't have one.
6: I see alternate captains.
2: I do see alternate captains. Is it Brad Marsh?
6: Hold on. Do I see a C?
2: No. Scotty Hartnell is wearing. There's
6: a lot of A's. He's wearing an A. There's a lot of A's. I've got an A on Hartnell. I've got an A on Timonen, Briere, and Marsh.
2: This is really the most important thing we could be finding out right now is is who's wearing the C. Is anybody wearing a C? Is it? Are they going like the uh, the Vancouver Canucks and giving the C to the goalie Brian Boucher? We've got an A on
6: Watson too.
2: Maybe the they Canucks, just don't. Right?
4: I can't see the, the C either. Yeah, the Canucks did that. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> with with Bobby Lou. Roberto Luongo. I'm going to go ahead uh, and say
6: they don't have a captain.
2: Future Flyers alumni, Roberto Luongo. You heard it here first. Bobby Lou, when he's 45 years old and still playing, still playing, going to join the Flyers as the backup and then uh, half the year starter.
6: We were warned that it was cold in
2: here. It's cold in here. It is very cold in here. Like,
6: you're sitting in a fridge, not a uh, Todd Fedorik. You're not sitting inside Todd Fedoric. <laughs> I mean, maybe we are. Do you, does anybody know? Who, does who can Does anybody say? really know? That looks oh,
4: great. Oh. He's in shape. Uh, uh, he's a great person. Craig Forsythe. Keep... I'm not going to say
6: anything bad about that. Did, no, Danny we're not Breer... saying anything bad about him. We're just well, saying. I'm saying he was
4: big. I'm saying he looks great
6: in shape. No, I'm saying that we might be sitting inside him. I don't know.
4: Okay.
2: Craig Forsythe. Did Danny Breer just go roof daddy on Brian Boucher? I think a lot of people can go on roof daddy
4: on Brian Boucher. I'm not going to critique his uh, pre-game practice here, but... A lot of rubber meeting the net. That's all I'm going to say about Brian (laughs) Puchet. He looks like an alumni right now.
6: Who does this man think he is with the word Roof Daddy?
4: Uh, Craig Forsyth. (laughs) Professional podcaster.
2: Professional voice blogger. (laughs) Professional voice blogger. Yes, that's a thing he uses now. You could say podcaster, but no. Craig needs to complicate it. We've not got glass banging. Yet. We're still on captain watch.
6: I don't think that they have a captain. I've
2: decided they've got like I, seven I just, alternate captains. Yeah, it's I like when Pronger was hurt. Yeah. The
4: whole team's alternate
2: captains. Well, that's in honor of the fact that they invited Chris Pronger, and he said, not a chance in hell. No, I'm kidding. Chris Pronger did not do that. He loves charity, I swear. Don't hurt me, Chris Pronger.
6: He's not here. You're fine.
2: Chris
4: Pronger also looks great. He's in great shape. Very funny. Smart guy. Mitch Lamoureux though, the Mitch Lambert. Oh, am I holding this now, okay, I'll hold it, well, Kelly's already abandoned us, he's already ignoring us, looking off into the distance,
2: she is not associated in any way, shape, or form, Steph saying we got to do the whole
4: Radio game, so this is going to be a pretty tonight. long podcast, Steph, commenting on how her power casting style. So, what? nothing, nothing. What are
2: you about? <laughs> I'm being pretty good about not talking at the same time tonight, but I can't help it if other people aren't as good and professional as I am.
4: You're talking about me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that was fine. I'm fine
2: right here. <laughs> you know, Craig, I gotta say, a lot of people uh, responded favorably to the Fiario meter. Or, uh, for spicy trade rumors this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I got a lot of comments. Saying, uh, our,
4: our three point scale of this needs more donkey sauce.
2: Needs more donkey sauce or donkey sauce. Or flavor, or town. To flavor town. Flavortown. Going to Flavortown. So, on the comment section
6: for the most recent Flyperbole episode, somebody Which said. Which we never read. Right, but I do. Um, somebody said something about just the right amount of donkey sauce and it was flagged as an abusive comment. <laughs>
2: Perfect. That made That's my great. year. That not only made my day, that made my year. <laughs> Actually, special
4: guest, Guy is going to be here tonight.
2: <laughs> is he?
4: Former Flyer.
2: We're all going to Flavortown. He's
4: on the checking line of the 93-94 team. People forget that.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, I, I think it's time to move aside Cole Beasley. It's, <laughs> it's Guy Fieri's showdown. Brad Marsh. Some some great skills, but Boucher just can't help him out.
4: I'll, I'm I'm just saying I have not seen Boucher make a save yet. There we go.
2: Would you take Would you take oh current Brad Marsh? No, oh I would like it. I would. I have a question for you. Would you take current Brad Marsh over Andrew McDonald?
4: Uh, I would take uh, Brad Marsh probably. I agree. By the way, Steph is losing her collective shit. Uh, I believe Scott Hartnell's kid just walked by
6: wife and baby just walked by and the baby is wearing a number 19 jersey that says daddy on the back and that is the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. The chubbiest little cheeks with a daddy jersey. Adorable.
2: Well, we've already reached the cuteness quota for the night. Well, We'll be right back. With some more BSH radio hyperbole action. We're back. Steve Jaco here. Uh, Steph Driver, Craig Forsythe. Kelly Hinkle is somewhere. But uh, we're currently. Kelly Hinkle
6: is making sure that we get puck drop on camera. Oh. For and our she's patrons. Doing the Lord's work. And
2: speaking of the Lord.
4: Boy, well, we'll more than this guy coming
2: up. <laughs> Only the Lord saves more than the one and only Bernie Perrant. The one and only Bill Matts has arrived. Bill, how are you tonight? Hey, how you doing? Doing great. Well, that's good. (laughs) That's good.
7: I hope you're doing good too. I am
0: uh, excited to be here. I'm holding a microphone and are we doing play-by-play or something? Because I would love to call a Riley Cote fight. Oh, we absolutely should do
2: some play-by-play.
0: If I was one of these kids on the alumni or on the Snyder team, I'd challenge Cote in a second. <laughs> That's always been my goal to play a men's league game against Frank Bioloas and go up and say, Mr. Bioloas, will you please fight me? But I've heard that he'll just punch you before there's not gonna be some respectful challenge. Even I mean, in a even in a men's right. league game. He's like, nope, you're not challenging me. I went to jail.
2: That sounds right. I once went to a Phantoms game where before the like the puck was dropped and as there was a fight immediately with the animal like I didn't even sit down in my seat and the animal had already destroyed somebody
0: this is cool I've never been in this arena before this is a damn cool spot for especially an event like this oh yeah I feel like a VIP up here I'll it's tell very, you that uh, intimate, eating mac and cheese intimate spot for this it is a full-on
2: gobbler gobbler bowl if you Steph's will got the gobbler plate going tonight yeah. listen to that crowd that Hartsy after making his TV debut. Yes, I met
0: Willie O'Ree. That's about to drop the
2: puck. Oh, shit. Bill, what, uh, what Flyers alumni? What Flyers alumni are you most excited to see tonight? Uh, I mean, it's always great to see Scott
0: Hartnell, but um, Danny Briere. Danny Briere looks doesn't look at day over. He did when they bought him out. Oh yeah, like, he looks like the exact same guy. It doesn't feel like he's been gone this long.
2: If one person has found the fountain of your youth. It's Daniel Briere. Look at prop out there. Ha, it's so cool. Tafodork,
0: my it's god. It's so cool
2: just being down close and seeing everybody right here. I went to an alumni game in Redding where it was uh maybe a little bigger than this arena, but
0: and the only one I've been to was the uh Winter Classic in I guess 2011 it was. Uh that was awesome. Like that, just to see that, oh, that and to be able to do that in front of a, a more intimate crowd is pretty cool. Oh yeah, pretty cool thing.
2: I've been to I've been to a couple of arenas like this, and I've been to um, I went to the one at the Wells Fargo Center. They did against the Penguins alumni a couple years back, and that was a lot of fun.
0: <laughs>
2: I have the Tigers playing, and that could only mean one thing. We're about to do that hockey. It happens too fast. You trade your passion for glory. And sometimes you get Bernie Perron on your podcast when you're flapperbly. All right, gang. Very exciting moment here. Joining us, joining us on BSH Radio is the one and only bernie perron
5: where is he where is he <laughs> ah. bernie how are you tonight ah, pretty good man pretty good i wish i wish i was a bit younger i would be playing tonight those guys are too old for me <laughs> i know
2: we, i wish you were playing too we all want to see you out there it was a pleasure to see you during the alumni game when they
5: played at citizens bank park well i have i have a bad back so i have to get an um, mri mri um, on tuesday oh okay well we'll
2: hopefully everything's okay um so when you had to play in that game in citizens bank park a few years ago how was that experience for you strapping on the pads again after all those years
5: you know we played like in front of 45,000 people yeah that was awesome and just five minutes quick little story i had a shout out going we did i should say as a team, they were kind you know with their shots yeah and then I looked at the clock, I only had 10 seconds left. I said, Oh my God, this is great, we're gonna have a shout out. I looked down again, Duguay is coming down on the breakaway, right? And thank. I'm so grateful that he shot on my pads on purpose and then uh, I made the save, of course. But what a great experience that was. Oh, that, yeah. and that
2: whole game was fantastic. Seeing was good. all the alumni out there for that, it was such a great experience. Yeah. Um, and I'm, it was just a thrill to see you out there, you know, with the pads on once again. It was, you know, it was fantastic.
5: You know, you know, the amazing feeling about this is, is you step on the ice, right? It had been a long time and everything came back. Yeah, you know the feeling, the excitement, the rush, it, the rush. You know, just just incredible. What a great feeling!
2: Wow, that's fantastic. And um, Bernie, right now the the Flyers have this kid Carter Hart, yep. who's just sensation in town right now. Uh, what are your thoughts on Carter so far in his uh, performance? He's only 20 years old,
5: and yeah, 20. You know, 20 years old, and you know, 20. You will have ups, you have a few down, little bit of downs, but he. Um, he has a God-given talent. His anticipation where the play is going to go just just incredible. And his enthusiasm about the game, his enthusiasm about the players, you know, and... Um, and and you know what? He, and he has the ability to socialize too. You know, with the public, which I, I think it's such a great asset to have. So it's kind of underrated, especially he, in a sports town like Philadelphia, uh, uh, where people are so passionate. Of course, and uh, I, 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 you know, he's a blessing. You know, so I um, I see some beautiful things in the near future with this yeah. guy. Yeah, very nice. Uh, I, we're hoping. We're certainly hoping.
2: I mean, you're the you're a, the gold standard in town a, with gold.
5: you'll um, be there. Okay. Yeah. You'll be there.
2: Yeah. Well, we're certainly hoping so. That's for sure. And um, just thinking about, you know, back in those Cup days, like, is there one moment? I mean, obviously, just an amazing run by you guys back then. But is there one moment that stands out for you? Is just like one particular story that is just your favorite story from those days? Well,
5: the last, the last game when we won the Stanley Cup in Philly against Boston. Yeah. There's 10 seconds left in the game. We're winning one nothing. And the face-off is in Boston's end. So everybody's standing up, cheering, you know, Stanley up the whole bit. So we have the face-off. Bobby Orr gets it and shoots it down the ice. And at the same time, I'm looking at the clock. Never saw it. He missed the net. Thank God he missed the net, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that one I'll never forget. Yeah, very, very grateful for that. the fact that he missed it. Yeah. Just deep breath, deep sigh of relief there. But going on there, I was... Also, also on the plus side, skating around with Clarky and the whole team <coughs> me, around the ice, holding the Stanley Cup, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. You know, nobody, you know, you can't buy this. People can vote on this. You have to go out and earn it. And uh, winning, when you look at the two Stanley Cup rings I have now, yeah. you know, there's a lot to, there's a lot to be grateful for. There's some beautiful rings, and we're certainly
2: grateful that you're wearing them. Thank you. Well, Bernie, thanks so much for everything. And, uh, Steph, did you uh... – one. Okay. Me... I'm going to yep. pass the microphone over to Steph Driver.
5: Steph has one question.
6: One question. Good. How does it feel to be carrying on Ed Snyder's legacy? You
5: know what? It's just just incredible. You know, here's a man. Here's a man when you look back at how we got started with, with the National Hockey League. And then when he left us. You know what he what he's done in between, God-given talent, and um, his legacy. You know what he's leaving with us to help the younger generation to better, beautiful things in life. You know, yeah. You know what I, I I I'm involved with the young kids. You know, and um, and um, many times I'll come up to a kid, 13, 14-year-old kid, shake their hands. And you know what's nice about this is they shake a good, give you a good handshake, they look at you in the eyes and they say, good afternoon, sir. To me, this is, this is. I'm, I know the big guy smiling up there, yeah.
6: Excellent, well thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. We really thank appreciate you. it. Yeah,
5: it's good to see you, thanks.
2: Hey, thank you very much. Absolute pleasure. Tom. Thanks for having me. Currently, Flyers up on Snyder Alumni 2-1. to one.
4: Yeah, I believe on goals from Hartnell and. uh, I think
2: the kids have some good spice so far. Kids
4: have had some chances, yeah.
2: Kids are fully in Flavortown. They are making.
4: One kid had a very nice move on Boucher on a breakaway.
2: He tried to go roof daddy. Oh. Uh,
4: Ed Snyder Foundation just made a pretty good save down there.
2: Three
4: to one? Oh, no, two on one. Sprawling across the crease.
2: I I think the Flyers are cheating. They might be. I think they're clearly cheating. Yeah,
4: I'm going to record video.
2: Yeah, you record video, and I'll stand here with the mics. I'll do both play-by-play and color commentary. Chill, Sam, just a long reach. Pokes away in the corner, but oh, shout on goal. Snyder with the rebound. Nick Schultz stops it. Clears the zone. Schultz with the breakaway out. Oh! Denied. Chemo teaming in with the backhander. Saved by the Snyder goalie.
0: <laughs>
2: Labat heavies? I'm all about Labat heavy as well, yeah.
0: Labat dark blue. We should maybe switch
2: to Labat <laughs> dark blue. All uh, right, we're back for the second period of the Snyder Hockey Alumni versus Flyers Alumni game. and uh, I think Leighton already got scored on. <laughs> I don't think that's Michael Leighton. I don't think so, but in my mind he is. Uh, 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 uh. I think he's just the better better only player. song they have. It is, okay. and it's actually fact. Uh, Bill Mattes,
0: after this goal is announced, yeah, it sounds like uh, it sounds like Breer and Hartnell got traded to the Snyder Youth alumni team. And somehow, although he was traded for a non-professional, this is only the second worst trade of Hartnell's career next to, you know, the Umberger deal. <laughs> somehow, still better return. Still so better a return. better return. And
2: unbelievable, but
0: yes. Than Ron Hextall was able to get
2: for our favorite number 19. 100% accurate. And it looks like Hartnell... Chemo teaming in, Danny Briere and Brian Boucher have all been traded to the Snyder hockey team. Oh, look at that.
0: Boucher's is, is now with the with the kids as well. Uh ah, it takes me back to his Phantoms days. The only one on the ice going to the <laughs> NHL. It's just him and
2: Peter White. <laughs> oh, Peter White. I loved him. Oh, I loved him too. Peter White, Mike Maniluk. Hey, but, yeah, but John Stevens became
0: a coach, so good for him. <laughs> That's genius. Marry the boss's <laughs> daughter, always. It always works out. Do you know the New York Giants do that? Yeah, Justin Pugh or one of their O-linemen yeah. married Tom Coughlin's daughter, I think.
3: Never, Who, ever, you're never going to lose your spot in the lineup if you're married to the GM's daughter. I'm
0: pretty sure Peter White got traded twice <laughs> once when he was married.
3: Perhaps. To- <laughs> I've reconstructed the narrative in my mind. However, still. They did bring him back. He lasted longer than he ought to have.
0: I don't know why he didn't make it honestly. Like he was a fifty he was an MVP in the AHL.
3: He was a very good AHL player. He was player. a fifty
0: goal scorer.
3: So is uh, that other man Why McDonald's isn't he
0: here? Have? Peter White should yeah. be on the alumni team. Make a call.
2: <laughs> I think we need to have like the Phantoms alumni or the quadruple A players alumni where it's like Jordan Wheel, Peter White, all those guys who were too 90, good for the AHL, the not 98 good enough for the NHL. Phantoms would take anybody. I, I agree. Neil Little's out there yeah, for half didn't the games. They do
3: that during the lockout? Didn't they do a charity? Hartnell put together a charity game that they played at Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City. I'm pretty sure it was Phantoms and Flyers. I'd have to look that up.
2: It sounds right.
3: Yeah. It was super Did fun, though. 405? Yeah. Was it all- during the Chicago full 405? season. No, it was here. It was here. I didn't get to do he O-4, organized I was going to say 0405
0: um, Chicago
2: Hockey on TV. Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the Blackhawks. <laughs>
3: I'll have to look that up. We'll get back to you.
2: Steph Driver currently assisting in a autograph getting. She's been handed a stick and a Sharpie. But Steph does not appear to know who she Steph? needs to hand the stick and is, Sharpie to.
0: Steph is yielding a weapon.
2: That is always oh, a terrifying proposition right This there. little number
0: 19 can play a little bit. Not, yeah. Hart, not Hartnell, this not kid.
2: Hartnell, this is very important to note.
0: One of the kids who got traded to the Flyers alumni team, I think.
2: And they did a 19 for 19.
0: Yeah, 19 for 19 trade. He's better. I'm telling you, it's better than Humberger. Oh! At no point did I say, "Oh, it looks like Umberger could still go."
2: R.J. Umberger and
0: Yori Letera <laughs> are basically
2: the same people. Same foot person. race
0: winner yes. keeps their contract. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: thank, thank, you, thank you very you much.
2: Job. He knows what's up. I can't wait for people to listen to this and be like, "This, I, what? <laughs> what were you doing? What were you doing? Were you even watching the game?" No. Absolutely not. We're watching now. Uh, this is a fun event to come to. Listen, it,
0: it's, we're at the class of, nine, uh, class of 93, Class of 23 Arena here at Penn. It is a cool old barn up here. Uh, it, it's a great I, spot. It's emphasis in the, on cool, because yeah. it is extremely
2: cold, but yeah, I think it, it. It's a little chilly. I dig it.
0: Uh, but it's, it's a really nice, intimate uh, sort of setting for these events. I would absolutely come to another one. Uh, I mean,
2: we're as high as you can be here, and Speak it's for yourself. still like you're basically... <laughs> And it's still—you can still see everybody. Like you're basically there with them. It's fantastic. Yeah,
0: this is. Uh, I, I'm trying to come to some Penn games. I wish I had seen some Philly Rebels games here before they moved after one season.
2: I've seen women's hockey here before.
0: This would be a great spot to put a women's team. Oh, he went for it. He went for it, though. One that of the was Snyder a
2: Snyder hockey alumni. Yeah, one of these Snyder kids. Dangle, really? Almost pulled it off.
0: Really went for it. and The goalie was not going to be shown up. Not having it. If you beat him with a shot, you beat him with a shot. He's not getting <laughs> dangled. Not getting dangled. Not, not on today. His watch.
2: <laughs> not on his watch.
0: I'm going five hole on Boosh all day.
2: <laughs> One of the traded Snyder hockey alumni working in the offensive zone. These guys all want a piece of Boosh. Steph's still trying to find uh, somebody to autograph the stick. I'll do it. You want to get the mayor of Mr. Philadelphia mayor, on the podcast, Mr. Mayor? Just, the, the mayor of Philadelphia will not join BSH just, Radio yeah, I verbally. I
0: don't think Jim Kenny will be joining BSH, BSH Radio anytime soon. He does
2: not want to discuss a trip to Flavortown or the semantics of Andrew McDonald's starfish style. Uh, I w- I'll vote for
0: him re-election now. I'll still <laughs> vote for him.
2: Hey, he gave us the time. He he made eye contact. Yeah. and said hello. He
0: saw us holding a microphone and got He's like, out of here. He's not. like, "Oh my god!"
2: So Bill Clement and the mayor of Philadelphia, Jim Kenney, did the same thing. They saw people holding microphones, just and turned got around. The hell out yeah, I mean, honestly, wise people, wise people.
0: If you saw, if you were anyone who's anyone, and you saw me and you standing here with microphones you'd be like no absolutely whatever not. i want no part of whatever they're gonna get me to say
2: we also might be the two most uh disheveled <laughs> members of uh the bsh radio of theme. the entire philadelphia working media perhaps you know, come on
4: <laughs> you two yes there, there's somebody else here with a beard that doesn't have a job currently i like to say that. i was gonna
0: say <laughs> panache's in here is he <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: you're right. <laughs> That is true. That's very true. I mean, but if it's Steph and Kelly, there's a chance that, you know. They're moving through. Win. Oh, it's
0: it's Hartnell and Breer moving through the neutral zone with speed like it's 2010,
2: but no <laughs> Billy Leno. No Jeff Carter to shoot high and wide. Uh. Uh. And it's funny because uh, I'm typically one of those people who doesn't make the Carter joke, and you I think, couldn't resist. You think he'll ever be here?
4: I, I was going to say, if. If the Flyers alumni brought Jeff Carter back, the Ed Snyder Youth Foundation should counter with bringing back Anthony Niemey and then just <laughs> tell him to go.
2: And my comment on if Jeff Carter will ever be here is if they play it in C Isle, he will. I'm saying, like, what if they did one of these
0: in the summer and did it in, like, AC or something? Oh! 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 Nick Schultz Nick. goes up Nick over Schultz. the shoulder. Hey, what did Nick Schultz do there, Craig? Uh, Nick Schultz just went
5: roof
4: daddy on uh, Bobby Boucher. Bobby was, uh, Boucher. <laughs> Look at old Bobby, Bobby. Boucher there.
0: The water boy. water boy. That's the nicest play I've ever seen Old 55 make.
6: Yeah.
0: We got so, a roof, Daddy. What were you Nick just doing? doing?
6: I just got a hockey stick signed by Willie O'Ree for a little boy.
0: Oh, that is That's outstanding. Fantastic. Steph out here doing the Lord's work. As she does.
6: They wouldn't let the little boy up into the VIP section, which is where we're all sitting. So.
0: Because we're VIPS. We're VIPS. I
6: grabbed it for him. It was easy enough to do.
0: Well done, driver. Well That's done. Fantastic, Steph. Thank you. Did you see the Nick Schultz goal? No. He just went up I, over the shoulder, Boosh. <laughs> it was beautiful. I, I mean, yes, watching.
2: Uh, you know well, what? We're Bruce here,
0: and we're. I'm not. I'm not going to talk poorly of anyone who's participating in this great event for charity this evening.
2: I think we can now officially say that Nick Schultz has played his best game in a Flyers uniform. Uh, without a doubt. Although he shoulda, he was robbed of an Ashby Trophy. Uh. <laughs> you
4: couldn't get through
0: that,
2: could you? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it was just a alla- little. <laughs> <laughs> Bill came so close way. to keeping a straight face. Oh, uh, a Kelly's talking to the bridge with a little cool. interference from Boosh right now.
0: Oh, okay, to the kid. Okay.
2: Oh, fantastic. I keep saying fantastic. I thought she was I'm, talking I'm to Schultz. That so it's like, I was like, I think I still see it, him out there. Fantastic. It it. Wow. So, Bill, just now, uh, Todd Fedoric and Brian Boucher had a little bit of an incident. I want to see the front Oh, I want to see
0: it. I want to see it. You know, Neil Little took a, took care of a lot of the fisticuffs back in the Phantoms days. Uh, I'm trying to think. I always think it's 2010, go, we had Emery. Shields. Yeah. I'm tr- I don't know if
2: I've ever says. I don't know if Boucher ever fought. I don't believe so, but... I cannot verify that. You know, Fridge has had some injuries. He's getting up there. I bet Bush could take him.
0: Fridge getting feisty. <laughs> oh! These kids are coming after Fridge.
4: <laughs> <by his> kids.
0: <laughs> These kids are... He's lining up for the face-off. He's ready to go.
2: I've i never don't know. wanted anything more in my life than to see Todd Fedoric fight a child.
0: I want to see an alumni fight so bad fighting at a charity game. <laughs> Only the Flyers could do it.
4: <laughs>
0: Fedork. I'm
4: picturing Fedork dropping his gloves and the Steve just going, oh, God, yes. This is it.
0: This is the coolest. Fedork, Fedork to the box. The uh, the Snyder alumni are going to be getting a power play here. Do we know who's in net? Uh, it's Neil Little. All right, so Boosh is the only Flyer goalie, so it's the, uh, it's the they've other guy. Actually,
2: fun fact, they've actually cloned Brian Boucher, and uh, he's playing both goals.
0: If only they could have done that in 2010.
2: Oh. That oh. Layton
0: had a hell of an Eastern Conference final. Yeah. I won't take it away from him.
2: Michael you. Layton was recently on waivers. Flyers had a chance to get him back.
0: That's shocking.
2: <laughs> you know what? Bring him back.
0: Well, At like, this point, go for ten. Goals. Gotta get to ten, right? right you gotta two. get to double digits. Talbot will get in, and that'll be nine, right? Has Talbot's he nine? the border
2: yet? No, Talbot
0: eight. Talbot will be eight. Uh,
4: yeah, eight, and then we need, we need a ninth one. I think Brandon Comps down the. Eighth How is job, he not one across
0: one. the border yet? I have no idea. <laughs> have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> do we need to hire a coyote to get Cam Talbot to the join the team? He's across the
8: border. He just can't play. Yet.
0: Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> play. He did do an interview. Why can't he play?
2: This is the slowest trade Thanks, in Obama. the history gonna, of the NHL. We're gonna showcase Brian Elliott for
4: three days and then try and
2: trade him. Did you know that Donald Trump actually put tariffs on goaltending? I'll cut that out at the 43-minute mark. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> We're gonna tax Canada for all their exported hockey players.
0: <laughs> Matt Duchene. Did you see Duchesne? Columbus just happens to be in town. He got there, like he, he he doesn't have to go anywhere. We just got to make it easy for these guys. Yeah. Like, well, you know, now, now I guess the Blue Jackets will smuggle them back with the equipment <laughs> instead of having to go through all this. <laughs> He's have to be I don't know. Is border, is border, hey, um at the
4: border they're gonna be like, wait, are you are you Cam Talbot's friend? No, get back get back at the, end of the line. You can't, you can't
0: come over yet. Ah, uh, government's gonna shut down over Cam Talbot. So 43-minute mark
2: <laughs> was where all the fun happens. But right now, we have about this is a little great. This is what we should do all the
0: time. Five I'm, to two game. I'm going to start going to Clearview High School games just doing this. Bullshit. And, I love it. Okay. Yeah.
2: Absolutely love it. So, uh, <laughs> Bill like, Nett and Steve Jaco coming to a high school out. game near you.
0: Yeah. Your voice would carry, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I'd be in Hollydell, like, getting kicked out kid be lining up
2: for the winning field goal and just pills just bellowing out over the field Uh, this kid will never feel this kind of pressure I would hate Kelly no you you just had a special interview Kelly
3: I did I spoke with a young man who has been playing hockey with Snyder for seven years he's 12 years old which means he's been playing with Snyder since he was five years old he used to play forward But one day his team didn't have a goalie and he decided to step up to the plate and play goaltender for his
0: team. That fool! Doesn't he know he could never get out of it now? I know. Oh my God. And
3: he's been playing goalie ever since and he loves it.
2: Oh, that poor kid.
3: And so listen to this. I had no idea. Like, I knew hockey was expensive. But he said his pads cost over $1,000. The rest of his equipment is $700. His stick was $135. And he got all of that from Snyder Hockey which is why we ask you guys so frequently to donate because it goes directly to kids like this. This kid is awesome. I can't wait for you guys to hear the interview with him. And it's just like, it's awesome.
0: Especially on our one show, Ice Sport Radio, we do a lot of talk about growing the game of hockey. Yeah. Well, guess what? Everyone who's been exposed to hockey, they have their opinion whether they like it or not. The only way to create new fans and create new players is to literally go and do that. And that's what, I mean, they're not Creating human beings, but they're <laughs> introducing hockey. You never know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what Comcast if is up to? If we don't need enough money,
3: they might have a lab <laughs> yeah. where they create humans.
0: And then we can finally have a team of Jerus.
2: <laughs> Perhaps even one day we can have the dream of only playing two to three goalies in a season.
4: <laughs> if they have a team full of uh, Claude Jeru clones, nobody will be. Nobody should be the captain, though. That's my opinion. Bunch of bumps.
0: Imagine if they had 23 Jerus and people would still yell about the leadership. Like Strip the C and give it to the other one. It would just Strip be a carousel. It would just be stripping the C and giving it to another Jeru. Just nothing
4: about all of his points. Yeah, he's got 100 points, but they all came in games that didn't matter. That's what it would be. I was thinking about asking Timon and Breer the same question I asked Hartnell. To, to get all
2: but. the circle of life, essentially.
5: Yeah.
2: The circle. Hartnell now
0: the down the fly. wing,
2: trying to dangle, and he's defended well. We got a little bit of a comeback since the trade. Five to four game now. Yeah, it's these guys who didn't retire that long ago seem to be ringers. Oh, there are some moves on the Snyder side. I am impressed.
4: Also, good for him for just asking. Good for ask like him for asking. What's it like
3: ask? to oh, dunk on a child in the goal and end up with a hat trick in a charity game? What's that like?
6: Although,
3: I guess he dunked on just then. That was a boost. <laughs> on. But before, he was dunking on a kid.
2: It's all about dunking on kids here, yeah. you know. Todd is going to fight kids. Bush is dunking on kids. It's, it's all about the charity and dunking at the end of the day.
4: JL Samuelson is out here goading kids in the fights. It's a, it's a real messy
2: scene. With that long reach. Uh-oh.
4: Fedoric's pinning a kid against the boards.
2: Fedorik is feisty for a fight. He wants this to happen. Brian Propp really wanted to take a big slapper there and help back. Like he was just like he was about to wind up his stick. like Propp
0: is Prop is chirping Fedorik for that bad pass. He is upset with this his fight teammate. Needs to happen. We all know we got to get Boucher moving side to side, and then go five hole. That has always been the key of uh, beating Brian Boucher. Still the league, uh, does he still have the league record for shutout streak? Is it still Brian Boucher? That's incredible. Somebody was knocking on the door
4: last year, I think, but yeah, I think it's still Boucher.
0: I love Boucher. Uh oh. Dave Brown with a Voracek like attempt there to break up that play (laughs) and uh, gets burned through the neutral zone. (laughs) wish the mayor had stopped and talked to us
2: I, I would have loved nothing more than to ask the mayor about all of his flyers thoughts <laughs> what you, what that's, a, we, that's my second run-in with a mayor of philadelphia what if we got did you i previously run into ed rendell ah, at misconduct bar at uh, 11 o'clock at night picking up wings
0: there's only one mayor i <laughs> want to talk to and it's john street i want to ask john street what he thinks of carter hart
2: <laughs>
0: not starting in the winter cl- or the uh, stadium series. Manor street, Manor street. What do you think about Carter Hart? No, that would be. Yes, I would have two questions. On your le- that. What do you think about Carter Hart not starting? And two, why on your last day of office didn't you rename Broad Street John? <laughs> like, you had it
2: right there, dude. Right there, <laughs> in the palm of his hands
0: and I would ask him for just like a brief synopsis of the class he taught at Temple that I always signed up too late to get (laughs) like it was the first class that filled up every time I never got in I signed up for classes a week late always
2: and so did I bill so did I it was a
0: big problem the internet always went down I was like I'm not waiting I'll just get whatever's left whatever's
2: there I'll figure it out I had a couple semesters where I had to go in late and actively beg a teacher to let me into their class because there were no other classes. I was a good college student.
5: Yeah, that
2: sucks. Did you get into? Them? I did, no. and we it have was a one-goal
0: game here in the final four and four, final 440, one forty, one-goal game. Uh, I don't really even know who's leading. I believe the Flyers alumni. The alumni but this appears 5-4. to be a well-orchestrated breakout. By the uh, the white team, the Snyder Youth Team. Oh, and that is blocked. He had a shot there. Shell Samuelson I'm with the big block. A, I'm seeing a pep in this Snyder is, hockey. Is, step, Shel Samuelson right is gigantic. I don't know how any like it is so obvious why hockey was so slow and like the nut like <laughs> <laughs> these guys were moose, huge, <laughs> huge men.
2: Like how big would Eric Lindros be oh, today? Oh, Eric Lindros would be Like in a league where it'd be like Brent Burns size Yeah, in right? a
0: in a league where Johnny Hockey cannot oh. die. Oh god.
2: What a Johnny Hockey, remember when uh when Theo Flurry was the only short player yeah. in the league? And it was like a big deal like, like "Oh my god, he's deal. short." This guy can fit in the fit in my pocket. How is he playing hockey? A man's sport.
4: That's why Martin St. Louis was such a pain in the ass in that uh,
2: 2004 run, too. <sighs> Two <beats off>. True. <laughs> and they tried to because the Flyers were still big and slow then. That was their downfall. Ah, Boucher <laughs> not loving something. the Sammy quick Cameron whistle. Tried to
0: real. keep the puck alive. its team looking to break it out.
2: All right, it's almost, uh, it's almost intermission, gentlemen. What do we want to ask?
0: I'm told this is only two periods.
3: Folks, I have some extremely exciting news. So we're here with... As you just heard, Matt Cord announced, one minute to play in the last period of this hockey game and the Snyder Youth Hockey alumni just tied the game at five. So we've got about 40 seconds left, and then we're looking at overtime, and that's gonna be exciting. So we're gonna learn together. Oh, wait a minute. You guys, it's like the early aughts, and they don't do overtime. It just ends in a tie. Anybody else miss ties, man? I really like ties. This was a refreshing end to a game.
2: Joining us right now, uh, we have Kimo Tiemannan, one of the, uh, I-, I think, most memorable recent Flyers defensemen, and uh, very happy to have him join us on BSH Radio. Uh, Craig Forsythe had a quick question for Kimo yeah.
5: Okay.
4: So I asked Hartnell this before, but I'll ask you now. Who would win in a fight, Scott Hartnell or uh, Danny Barrier?
7: Well, that's easy. I, I got to go with my buddy Harty. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, Kimo, uh, I mean, the the 2010 Cup run is it's so iconic around here, still remembered fondly and everything. And uh, you, Chris Pronger, just made for such an amazing defense. And um, what what are some of your best memories from that run?
7: Well, I think the, it, it is the whole journey. It's not just one game or two games. It's obviously we got. Uh, you know, Game Six in the finals, which is really close, too close. But uh, the whole season, you know, we last game we made the playoffs, then down three nothing against Boston, came back four three, and um, just the whole journey and uh, journey with the team, and almost we got there, but um, so close, but so far away, I guess.
2: I mean, we're we're really proud of you guys, and that's one of our favorite runs in recent memory. And um, what would you say is the the key to, I, I guess, a quality NHL defenseman at the end of the day?
7: Well, nowadays you're gonna be able to move. You know, the game is so fast nowadays that you, without skating ability, you're not gonna do any good there. It doesn't matter how much skill you have. So, um, if you have a lot of a lot of speed and skating ability with the skill, you're gonna be in that league for a long time.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one last question for Ekemo. Um so great event tonight. So fantastic to see everybody come out, the alumni and everything. And what do you think of the just legacy that Ed Snyder's left behind with the Snyder Hockey Foundation and just the great work they're doing to get youth in the Philadelphia area involved in hockey?
7: Well, I, I got to know Mr. Snyder, '06 um, when I signed here. And um, we actually got pretty close throughout those, those years here. And you know, what he's done not just for the Flyers, but like you said, for the uh, Mr. Snyder hockey, all the young kids out there um, who might have a tough time in their lives and and there's Mr. Snyder, help them out. So um, anytime he called me for something, I was ready to do it because he was such a nice man and and generous man and he was thinking about the kids all the time and um, I really miss him and um, uh, hopefully we can get this, you know, what he want to do to help kids. So hopefully we can keep that doing.
2: We miss him, too, and uh, thanks so much for joining us. today, chemo, and thanks for participating in this great event.
7: Thank you.
3: We are being joined by Brad Marsh, former flyer and president of the Ed Snyder Youth Hockey Foundation. How are you?
9: I'm doing very good, thank you.
3: You're welcome. So this was a really fun event for us. It seemed like the crowd was having a lot of fun. It seemed like the players were having a lot of fun. In your mind, how successful was this? Oh,
9: it was a great night, and, you know, tonight was a night of celebration. Uh our uh, Flyer alumni are making a substantial donation uh, to help renovate the, the Class of 23 Arena. And uh, so it was a great night and we had players from every decade, every Flyer players from every decade. So uh, a lot of the guys on, that played tonight uh, were, were with Mr. Snyder when he started Snyder Hockey all those years ago and were on the ice with the first kids that practiced under Snyder Youth Hockey banner. So it was a great night, What, like I said, won a celebration.
3: It's great. I actually had an opportunity to speak with uh, one of the kids in the crowd who plays with Snyder hockey um, and it was actually a really meaningful interview for me just to hear about this kid who never would have gotten the opportunity to play hockey without the Ed Snyder Youth Hockey Foundation. He told me all about his gear that cost a whole lot of money. He talked to me about how he was playing forward and they needed a goaltender and he decided to step up and become a goalie and now he loves it. Um, really cool kid. And it was a really cool story to hear. How important do you think it is that people know exactly what it is that this organization does for kids in Philadelphia?
9: Well, I think it's very important because, you know, hockey is the, can I say, main ingredient that they get the kids, you know, off the street to play. But uh, if you take a step back and look at the big picture, the big picture is, is, is improving these kids in the inner city's lives through the sport of hockey. And so, to me, the success story is, Yes, they're playing hockey, and yes, some of them are very good hockey players, uh, but they're going to school, they're graduating from school, they're, they're finishing high school, and they're going to college. And so through the sport of hockey, Snyder Youth Hockey is creating uh, individuals that are going to make a difference in the world.
3: Yeah, I think that's pretty clear, and I think that doing stuff like this, letting the public kind of understand what's going on through a fun event that they are probably just coming to to have a good time. They learn a little bit. You get to find out what Snyder Hockey's all about, meet some of the people who are working with the organization, working in the organization. Um, What do you guys have coming up on the horizon?
9: Well, our alumni, we stay busy. We will have another uh, event shortly, which I can't say anything about because it's not announced yet. Uh, But we have our annual golf tournament in June, and we have an alumni fantasy camp in August. Uh, So we stay pretty busy, and uh, hey, we got to be busy because we're we're donating $2 million to renovate the rink here, so uh, we got a lot of work to do.
3: All right, thank you very much, Mr. Marsh, for joining us. This was great. Thank you for having us here at this event. It was a lot of fun. Great. Thanks very much. Folks, I am joined by the newest member of the Philadelphia Flyers (laughs) alumni, you were traded to them tonight, how was that?
8: Yeah, it, it was on a fly, but um, I was ready for the new trans, tr- transition and um, I rocked with it pretty good. Yeah,
3: it was a lot of fun. So uh, you dropped the puck at center ice tonight, right?
8: Yep, me and uh, Scott Hartnell.
3: That was pretty cool, huh?
8: Oh yeah, it was a good time just uh, chatting it up with Scotty.
3: Were you the captain of the, the Snyder alumni team? Uh,
8: yeah, I would say so since I did the uh, puck drop. so.
3: How long did you play with Snyder hockey?
8: Um, I've been playing with Snyder Hockey for about seven years and a coach for about six years.
3: Okay. Yes. Oh, so you're a coach. That's pretty cool.
8: So uh, I uh, started when the program started and actually started here at uh, Class 1923. Um, so that was back in 2007. So uh, I'm the, the foundation of the program. I forgot to ask. Tell everybody your name. So my name is Michael Chisholm. Um, graduated from Albright College in 2016 and um, just now uh, working in Local 5 building elevators.
3: That is very cool. So um, what would you say is the highlight of this game for you?
8: Uh, the highlight of the game was just just the atmosphere, uh, the fans, uh, just being around a professional level to, uh, you know, bring some type of empowerment to you, you know, to know that, you know, you can strive for a high greatness in life.
3: I mean, you guys ended up tying a bunch of professional hockey players, which was pretty cool, and I kind of thought they might take it easy on you, but I think that they were really playing, and you guys took
8: it to them a little bit. Uh, Yeah, so um, just from the uh, puck drop in the beginning, um, we knew that it was going to be a a tough one, but uh, we knew that we just had to persevere and just, uh, you know, play our game style, and... um, I'm just happy that we came out with a tie. Came out with at least a point.
3: Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, um I have a quick question? Sure.
8: Um, at any point, was anybody trying to drop the gloves with Todd Fedoric? He looked feisty out there tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah, it actually was a few people trying to uh, drop the gloves tonight. Uh, I myself was trying to drop, uh, get a little fisticuff with Hartsey, uh, but uh, he backed down.
3: Oh, <laughs> I no. Love
2: I love that so much.
3: <laughs> I guess he's getting a little scared in his old age now that he's retired. Now he's on TV, he's got to keep his face pretty. got
8: to keep his face pretty, you know. I wasn't gonna damage it up too bad. <laughs>
3: um, so the last thing I want to ask you is, what would you say is the most important thing about, as someone who's played in Snyder Hockey who now coaches with them, um, what would you say is the most important thing that you want people to know about what this organization does?
8: The most important thing that I would like everyone across the the, the country to know about Snyder Hockey. First of all, rest in peace, Mr. Snyder, um, great founder, a great visionary, and um, he laid the, pla- the, the path for my life. But um, what I would spread to everyone is just how diverse Snyder hockey is, you know? Me being from West Philadelphia um, in the inner city, you know, being around my culture. With Snyder hockey, I got to meet different cultures and backgrounds and ethnicities and stuff like that. So um, it, it opened up my, um, my thinking, uh, the way I see the world, because I accepted people with different backgrounds and, you know, not just being perceived what I see on TV. So um, I would say diversity is one of the big things that I would like everyone to sincerely know about Snyder Hockey.
3: Great. Thank you so much. And this was Michael Chisholm, who was so good in tonight's game that he was traded to the Flyers for Scotty Hartnell. Trey was one for one, in case you didn't know that. And he played amazingly well, and his team came out with a tie. Thank you so much for
2: talking to us. Not a problem. I appreciate the time.
1: Thank
2: you. Uh, Joining us now on VSH Radio is one Danny Breyer. Danny, how are you tonight?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you.
2: So, great event tonight for Snyder Hockey, Uh, wonderful turnout from the Flyers alumni, and it's just such a cool event to have the Snyder Hockey alumni versus the Flyers alumni. So, um, just given, like, this is a great legacy for Ed Snyder and everything, Can you just give us a few comments on the uh, legacy that Mr. Snyder left behind towards youth hockey in the Philadelphia area?
1: Well I, I think it's a great connection between the alumni and uh, Snyder Hockey. Um, the reason why we're alumni it's because of uh, Mr. Snyder uh, having a chance uh, to play for the Flyers, play for his team You know, and we've heard many people have heard. He was always known as the best owner in sports, and uh, I can vouch for that as well. So, us being alumni because of him and and what he's trying to leave as uh, as legacy uh, with Snyder Hockey, giving the chance to um, a lot of kids to to play um, that maybe would not have that chance. um, For us to to help out. Uh, help his program. Uh, it's a given. It, it was a no-brainer, and everybody was on board to uh, to try Snyder, to try to help Snyder hockey as much as possible.
2: Yeah, just great. So many great names out there tonight. And uh, as far as like y- your personal career, your trajectory going right now, you um, you're getting into the world of management right now. How's that going <laughs> for you?
1: It's going great. Uh, having a blast with it. Um, you know the main Mariners in playing in Portland Maine yeah. um, I, I get to go up there uh, two or three times a, a month uh, follow the team again tonight it was, uh, it was a big win so I get excited just as much as uh, when I played uh, following closely what's going on with the team and, um, you know you get attached you get attached to uh, to the team the players the coaches the staff um, and, and and you want to be around so uh, yeah you I don't know where it's going to lead, but right now I'm, I'm having a blast uh, being part of the Maine Mariners.
2: Well, it's great to see you still involved in the game and everything, and just uh, around the organization. And so many Flyers alumni stay connected to the organization, stay in the area. Why do you think that is?
1: Well, first of all, it's it's a great area, um, and once you, you get the you have the chance to play for the Flyers, you realize. Um, know how lucky how fortunate and and how much the fans of Philadelphia love the Flyers um so it, for me it was a no-brainer when Paul Holmgren Sean Tilger approached me uh, about staying with the organization having the chance to uh, to run a minor league team uh, for the organization um I mean I was jumping with joy it was uh, it was a really cool experience and um like I said I'm having I'm, I'm having a blast with it so uh I, I'm trying to enjoy the moment
2: We love seeing you around, and we just love seeing these guys just connected. Seeing them around the building for games all the time. So one more question from me, and then uh, Craig has a question for you. But the uh, my last question is: You were always just known for just being Captain Clutch in the playoffs, just being the guy in the playoffs. All that scoring. Was there something about playoff time just got you a little extra amped, or what was it? Because I mean, just look at your numbers from the 2010 run alone; it's unbelievable.
1: I wish I had a a clearer answer. I guess. You know, growing up, I always watched playoff hockey. Uh, I remember going to bed at night dreaming of of scoring an overtime goal uh, in the playoffs. Um, That was always a dream of mine. Um, So I I don't know why, but when playoff hockey came around, um, I was just excited. And uh, um, there's no really clear-cut answer. I wish it was a little bit more uh, uh, obvious, but... um, you know, having everything on the line—that's that's what I lived for. Uh, I I always believed that I could make the difference every time we got to uh, to the playoffs, and um, no, it, it worked out. I was I was fortunate, but uh, uh, what a great place! I mean, you have you you need the players and the, uh, the team to get you to the playoffs, and, and we had that here in in, in in Philadelphia when I was here. So, I've gotta give a lot of credit to my teammates as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, you guys just had such chemistry, especially. Again, we always go back to the 2010 run, but it was just so memorable for everybody here because that was such an unlikely team. The way you guys got into yeah. the playoffs and then just made a run.
1: Yeah, and, and and to be to be part of that team, be part of that team that that came back from Boston. Um, you know, it was. I always say it was probably the best two months of my hockey career, uh, from the game that that clinched against the Rangers, the last regular season game, uh, to the end. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't win, but um, it was a memorable. Uh, experience
2: yeah absolutely well thank you for everything with that and uh one final question from craig foresight here all right, all right. how are you doing danny so this is
4: the most serious question you're going to, need to ask tonight <laughs> okay. so i've already talked to the two players involved but uh if teamman and hartner were to fight who would win i asked them about you in a couple fights and there are some answers if you want There's to know some answers? yeah
1: I don't know. I I'd probably have to go with Kimo. Kimo's, uh, oh, yeah, right. the the ferocious uh, finish okay, well, guy. <laughs> Real quick, do you want me to
4: tell you what T-Man's answer was? Uh, yeah, uh, I'd he, like to know. He won with Hartnell in a heartbeat.
1: Hartnell and heartbeat. I, in a heartbeat. I'm very, very yeah, disappointed so Do you want to keep in the <laughs> No, I think I'm going to change. Hartsey's uh, much Can bigger, I, much stronger, <laughs> so Hartnell's going to win. Okay. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Man. All
5: right. Andrew Kirkman said you'd take, uh, you take Hartnell.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Huge thank you to Danny Breer for joining us. So in closing, I just want to say wonderful evening all around. Thank you so much uh, to Snyder Hockey for having us. True pleasure. Uh, Great stuff done by the people at Snyder Hockey. And just want them to continue doing what they're doing, helping young people get into the sport of hockey, be able to afford the very expensive sport of hockey, and help spread the game in general. So just tremendous work by Snyder Hockey. Please keep it up. And thanks so much to all the Flyers alumni who participate tonight. Uh, just, you know, really just helping this great work continue. And thank you for taking the time to uh, speak with us. We had a great time. And Thanks to everybody who listened to this Patreon uh, episode and, of course, listen to Broad Street Hockey Radio, BSH Radio, and Hyperbole. So thanks, everybody, again, and have a wonderful evening.
0: It's 2023, and you're still looking for a baseball podcast? What's up, party people? Danny Vietti here from the Wake and Rake podcast. Yes, I know the name of our show, Freaking Rocks.